The sound of the sentiment this morning on the steps of the Royal Court. Welcome to the Shorthand States. I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Matt Fallais. And uh, we're here at the end of the first day of this tax review debate uh, to tell you all about it. And, uh, well, it was a, uh, a very busy start to the morning, wasn't it? About, what do we think, 250, 300 people here on the steps? I think so. I, I don't think I'd been before when there were a lot of people here at this entrance. I'd seen it down at the bottom. Um, and it's a bit harder to tell, I think, up here, but I would say not fewer than 250 and, and probably 300, if not a few more. And, uh, well, there was there was a bit of spiciness to it. Uh, Deputy Fairbrush, during debate today, has mentioned that he was sworn at at one point. Um, you were mentioning that uh, Deputy Salisbury got a much more positive response. Yeah, she walked past me as I was just out here talking to a few of the crowd and, and she was cheered in. Uh, so we know that, that this uh, part of the, the, the public, you know, are in favour of, of her... Uh, alternative proposals um, but obviously the main point of the demonstration was was against GST uh, I think that in the main you know they, they were respectful they certainly made their views well known to those deputies walking in I was interested when I was speaking uh, at lunchtime to uh, the sheriff Jason Savadon that he said that he had uh, formally um, offered all the states members an alternative uh, he could escort them in through a different entrance nobody took him up on it so they were all uh, good for them yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently deputy hillier was here quite early uh, so there was a chance of where is deputy hillier at one point but i don't blame him for avoiding uh, confrontation there um, as to the actual debate once it got going uh, it was quite interesting too yeah so the, the first thing up well there was this in committee uh, sitting suggestion wasn't there the states perhaps could have abandoned their normal rules of debate allowed members to speak more than once and states officials to give advice in the chamber which isn't normally allowed uh, that was um, defeated so uh, we went into debate on deputy Mierveld Circe a, a delaying motion uh, essentially saying don't vote on policy and resources tax proposals at this stage spend the next two years having more public consultation about the future size of government and the level of services uh, spend between half a million and three quarters of a million on that um, and that was uh, quite heavily defeated only a quarter of the states voted in favor of that they did take two and a half hours to decide that they didn't want to delay debate and then late in the day they went into the first substantial debate which is on deputy salisbury's uh, what's it called? A fa fair alternative. alternative. Yes, and um, so um, she obviously uh, was reiterating some of the main points that she had uh, published in her 40-page um, document that accompanies that amendment number four, which uh, the bailiffs decided is the first that should be uh, debated, um, namely that uh, GST is uh, the one element that they want to kick down the road. They and in fact, she said it may never be needed. So now is definitely not the t right time to bring it in. Uh, some of the arguments quite similar to those of Deputy Meerveld, but um, there are some specifics regarding uh, alternative um, revenues. She was defending, for example, the um, the uh, levy on cruise ships, which has uh, been uh, has caused some concern among people involved in the tourist industry, saying it'll amount to no more than three or four pounds per head, and she didn't think that would scare the horses. And um, she was saying that um, that. that 
her raft of proposals was something that had been worked on very hard by a number of deputies ever since the publication of the policy letter by Policy and Resources on the 28th of November. Uh, she alluded to the fact that she is a chartered accountant, I think trying to reassure members that this has been thought through. Um, and uh, but nevertheless, the next two speakers who followed her, both deputies, uh, both um, presidents of their respective committees, Deputy Neil Linda of Economic Development and uh, Deputy Rob Prow of Home Affairs, uh, were quite, actually quite scathing, saying that, um, well, Deputy Inder, for example, saying that um, he, he actually painted quite a an illustrative picture of a future economic development min, uh, president standing up in the assembly and uh, reporting yet another a fifth consecutive year of negative growth and a raft of economic difficulties uh, because the finance industry in this competitive environment had been partially scared off um, by our failure to maintain or to, to fix our structural deficit. So uh, strong stuff. Yeah, he made an appeal um, for deputies not to back alternative proposals to PRs, didn't he? He said, I understand if you don't like GST, I understand if you're not going to vote for PRs package, uh, but please don't go and vote for alternatives um, which could damage the finance industry. Um, now, I thought that was quite interesting because he is quite close to PR and um, quite influential in that coalition of, of support which normally sustains a majority for PNR. Um, and so I suspect there's quite a lot of um, pressure is not quite the right word, but there, there are very strong arguments, I should think, being put to other deputies. Um, you know, even if you don't want to vote for PNR, don't go and vote for alternatives. While you were listening to Deputy Salisbury's uh, speech, carefully, you know, hearing her set out her arguments, I was talking to some other deputies outside the chamber, and I think there is an increasing view that all the the various alternatives will be rejected by the states. That would mean PNR's uh, tax plans being defeated. Deputy Salisbury's amendment being defeated, Deputy Parkinson's amendment being defeated, and potentially the states having three days or more of debate and then making no decision at all about the, their future tax plans. Uh, and I think there was there was all it was always some chance that would happen. But I think in recent days, more and more deputies have come to the view that that could well be the outcome. Well, there are some very solid walls in this building for us to bang our heads against if it comes to that, but I wouldn't be at all surprised. I should actually mention the highlight of my day, uh, which was uh, a surprise invitation from uh, the sheriff to accompany him to go and give the newest juror that the, that the island has uh, the news of her election. That was Jill Clark. Uh, so I was able to be present when she was uh, formally uh, told of her appointment. And um, so we'll be able to uh, read about all about that in our paper and indeed all of the events that have happened today you'll find comprehensive coverage there um have you enjoyed your first day back in the uh, states for the guernsey press yeah i have very much and we'll also uh, in tomorrow's press have an unexpected uh, call from deputy charles parkinson something that that relates to this debate that's going on um but he's making quite a, a dramatic um suggestion if all of the the uh, the various alternative tax plans are thrown out so uh, we'll, we'll be reporting on that as as well tomorrow and then uh, back here at half past nine for um, the second day of what will certainly be three days of debate, but probably more than three days, I expect. Yep, no spoilers here. Read all about it in tomorrow's paper. That's all from us for now. Good night.